0: How can we, as moms and moms-to-be who are more overwhelmed and worried than ever about our kids, find natural, safe, effective, and real-life
1: ways to nurture and cultivate amazing human beings? That is the question, and here are the answers. This is the Parent Coffee Talk, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. I'm Dr. Cleopatra. Let's get started.
0: This is Dr. Cleopatra. I am here with the amazing Dr. Roseanne, and we have a very special guest today. We have Becky Wells here, and she's a nutritional therapist, founder of Hippie Moms, thehippiemom.com. Dr. Rose, would you do her formal introduction? Yes, Becky is my friend and a fellow Aquarius. (laughs) <laughs> just, just saying,
2: just saying. You no, know, I like yeah. all the astrological signs. Of, of course, <laughs> parents, we're thinkers. We like to have a good time, and we're <laughs> we're loyal friends. Yeah, um, definitely. You are know, loyal. But Becky's a nutritional therapy practitioner. She's a clean living educator, and advocate. She's the founder of Hippie Moms, and she's passionate about educating others on their innate healing abilities by offering. Personalized nutrition therapy sessions, clean eating programs, gentle detox, yoga, meditation, and she does these amazing women's wellness retreats, uh, which That's are probably on hold for the moment, but they're right very now. popular and people really like them, and she really infuses all the things she does in a women's wellness retreat. So, welcome, my
0: friend Becky.
3: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you, beautiful women. Thank you for having me.
0: It's so good to have you here in this gorgeous
3: scenery that you have brought to us. Thank you. Yes. Some fresh mountain air,
0: sending it to you all. (laughs) Deep breaths. We we appreciate it very much. Yeah. So good to have you here. So we would love to hear, I'm really curious, and maybe you get this question a lot, but would you tell us about the food that you love to eat in a day and the food that you love to feed your family in a day? Yes, I love that. I really take a
3: very simple approach to food. I have two young kids, so I don't have a lot of time to spend in the kitchen all the time. Although I love to cook. It's very cathartic for me, but at other times I hate to be in the kitchen. (laughs) I think it's important to eat what you love and love what you eat. Some things that I kind of my breakfast staples are uh, pastured raised eggs, um, homemade sourdough bread, or maybe the local sourdough bread, lots of avocados, I love sauteing veggies. One thing I do at night is I'll saute a bunch of veggies for dinner. And then I'll save some and in the morning, I'll just heat them up and eat them with eggs. I, that's one thing I really try to do is make batch cooking. Is make mm-hmm. a lot and then have some for the next couple of meals. It decreases the time I spend in the kitchen and then also just helps kind of keep me sane when it comes to eating. And I think yes. it makes it a lot easier
2: to eat healthy. I'm a big batch cooker, it's, and
3: you know, definitely. I have a younger
2: kid and older kid. They both eat like crazy amounts of food. Wait till your boy. Oh, like, oh, you yes. oh my god! Oh, my gosh. Like I need these beautiful chicken tetrazzini cauliflower casseroles and it was all Mm. um, gluten-free and vegan and had a ton of vegetables in it and stuff and they didn't even giant ones like this they didn't even make it 24 hours
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing yeah
2: oh yeah and my kids are super skinny you know like they're just like yeah
3: but you know there was a
2: head head, a large head of cauliflower in each one You know, there's a lot of veggies in there, but it just makes it easier when they open up the fridge and
3: you're like, yes, Yes. I think spending just a little bit of time, I like to spend it on Sundays, just preparing some things like I love to make this beet salad or a salmon salad or make a little extra clean protein, whether that's salmon or chicken. And then it just makes it so much easier to eat healthy during the week. And especially if you're starving, you can go to the refrigerator instead of eating a bag of crackers. So there's stuff that's already prepared. And that's one thing that I do in all of my clean eating courses. We always focus on meal planning and prepping. And the beautiful thing is once you do it for a while, it just comes naturally. You just know like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make three big meals this week and I'm going to feed, you know, I'm going to, it's going to turn into seven or eight. So it, what, I think if, that's, what are your top
2: tips, Becky, for meal planning and prepping? Like, you, know, I love you it. don't have to give them all away. Cause you yeah. Well, the trees, but.
3: One of the biggest things I do is, you know, think about three meals that you are going to have during the week. That's it. I mean, if you can't plan all five or, or, you know, what is how many meals that we have? I don't know. We only eat two meals a day personally, my husband and I, but it is so important to just identify what are you going to have, shop for it and prepare really it's just the simple steps. And I think the biggest thing that keeps people from eating healthy is there's no prepping or planning. Then they go to the grocery store hungry, right? And then that's like a recipe for disaster because you just buy things that you normally that you really don't want in your body. But it's it's really training yourself to, all right, this week, I'm going to have this. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make extra batches. And it's beautiful because then you can just start trying new recipes. You know what I love to do is I love to make a big roasted pasture-raised chicken or organic chicken feeds us one night for the the chicken and roasted veggies. And the next day I have those veggies for eggs. And then I have bone broth and extra chicken for salads. I mean, really, one chicken will feed us it, like eight meals <laughs> it's crazy awesome.
2: yeah. until they're teenagers Becky right, right right I know I'm, I'm so just chill. telling you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, she's, um, she's, she's yeah. I do a right. lot of prep too I think people always think like oh you know you're first generation Italian you must be making all this like lasagna stuff. well, first of all that's really very American it's not really peasant <laughs> food but right. you know, we eat a lot I grew up eating a ton of vegetables at every meal there was always a minimum of two veg vegetables and protein and and you didn't have pasta every day typically it was a weekend thing but now we are my kids are super carnivores and i do a lot of marinating and i pre-marinate it and i Mm -hmm. put it in the freezer or the fridge so that way it's done i have like three or four marinades that i made from scratch that are really easy they're like kind of based on some of are based on my Italian upbringing that I love. Like, a, like right now, I got chicken with cilantro and oregano, garlic, onion, uh, lime, and curcumin, salt, yeah, yummy and black pepper, and then cayenne. That's like one of our all-time favorite things. And then I got to marinate it for three days. I like chicken marinating. Whoa, but, that's some advanced planning right there. Yummy. Yeah.
0: I bet it's <laughs> delicious. It's so good.
2: And, you know, I think that I say this all the time. I know you do too. You got to make the food
3: taste good. Those kids aren't going to yeah. eat it. Yes. So yes. true. And flavors, I mean, come from spices and herbs. And, and I think a big thing is healthy fat. You know, that's something I love to talk about too, because so many people are still believing that fat is bad for you or fat makes you fat. And fat makes food taste good. And it, and all of those veggies that you eat, a lot of the fat soluble vitamins need fat in order for us to absorb them. So I eat grass fed butter, ghee, avocado oil, coconut oil, you know, there's all those great fats that we need for every cell of our body to be made and to actually function. We need good fat. That's a great way that, you know, for, for me to get my kids to eat veggies like broccoli is I put Lots of yummy. Oh and nutritional yeast. Oh my gosh, I love nutritional yeast. I don't feel like I use nutritional yeast enough. I love it on eggs and any sauteed veggies. I just put it's so good.
2: It
0: almost gives it like a cheesy flavor. And then if you Mm -hmm. have tea or coconut oil with it. Yeah. So yummy, right? So good. I love it. I. What do your kids love to eat of the things that you make? Like, what are their staples?
3: Um, well, I mean, it's always changing. I try to uh, mix it up. Um, but my kids, you know, I make bone broth once a week. So I either make, use it to make like quinoa or that, but they love to eat. They, they'll they just drink bone broth. I love that. You, you know, and I'll be honest. I mean, of course, my kids love the grilled cheese and the quesadillas and all of that. But my biggest thing is all about balance. They eat broccoli sprouts. They eat fruits and veggies. You know, I always start them off when they wake up in the morning. They have whatever fruit is in season. You know, they're eating fruit in the morning. And then... Um, we do a lot. Uh, they love eggs. We have a good a source of good bacon. I mean, we eat real food. It's not like we're. I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. We're not entirely gluten free. I think those are important for some people, and they need to follow that. But really, I just focus on eating food that is not tainted with toxins or chemicals.
0: <laughs> I love that you mentioned that you and your husband eat two meals a day. Yeah. And- you mentioned what you eat for breakfast, so I'm curious. Do you have do you have breakfast and lunch, or breakfast and dinner? And are are you eating breakfast like in the morning, or is it a later morning breakfast?
3: I do fast. Yes, I usually eat around ten o'clock in the morning. That's just for me. That's just where when I love to eat. And then it's usually a pretty big size breakfast. And then I will have a snack during the day if I need it. You know, maybe a little apples and homemade cashew or nut butter. Um, Or even, you know, apples and peanut butter or something like that. And then for dinner, we're normally having, you know, clean meats. We do salmon, grass-fed steaks. We do um, bunless burgers, pasture-raised chicken. For me, meat is something that we need in in my family. I went three years without meat and it really devastated my health. So not not that it worked, you know, I really believe in this bio-individuality of diet for everyone. But for us, I think the clean meats, lots of veggies... Also, we do potatoes and rice and that kind of stuff. We just don't do a lot of it.
2: Share with us how you wind up becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner.
3: It really started about 10 years ago. My journey, I was. I had really poor health. I had chronic sinus infections. I had lower back pain. I had a lot of UTIs. I had, I was, I was a mess. I followed all of the advice that the government gives us. (laughs) Low fat, right? Back then it was low fat, eat margarine. And I was just a lot of brain fog. I was tired all the time. And then I ended up having kids. And that was really where kind of, I had that light bulb went off, right? I started realizing You know, what am I feeding my kids? What is going into their body? Because now when you're responsible for another human being, it shifts your perspective.
0: different, yeah. Right?
3: And it really came was this one moment where my son was chewing on this plastic teething ring that everyone had. I mean, I got it for my baby shower.
0: Oh, yeah, your baby shower.
3: (laughs) I just looked at it and I was like, is that safe? And it just was kind of gnawing. He's gnawing at it. It was kind of coming off. has this weird liquid in it. So I went into Google and I was like, are plastic teething rings safe for babies? And I learned about BPA and all these things. And it took me into the Google black hole. And it was really when I started to really look into food and research, I realized that there was, I thought there was this person or someone or some entity or corporation that was making sure that the food on our grocery store shelves were safe. And when I realized that there was nobody doing that, I was just like, like, what? And I remember just complaining about it and just kind of being beside myself. And my husband was so sick of hearing about it. It was this one moment. He's like, why isn't anyone else's be responsible for our health? Why isn't anyone else? What? Wise man, Becky. Wide. Oh, he's so wise. And that was just like, yes, it is my responsibility and I'm going to make changes and I'm going to do it. And that's really how Hippie Mom started. And this group of women started to share ideas and talk about, hey, listen, instead of buying Instead of using this white all-purpose flour, here's a better option, maybe einkorn flour or gluten-free flour or whatever it is. It was these small steps that we began to take. And we just started, instead of eating Doritos or goldfish, you know, we just opted for healthier snack options. And as I saw my life change, as I began to have clarity, I dropped my 20, 30 extra pounds that I was carrying for years. My chronic sinus infections went away. I didn't have any more UTIs. I started to repopulate my gut. I was a totally new human being. And that's when I was like, you know what? I have to bring this to other people. And that's when I um, decided to really focus on nutrition because although food is just a piece of the pie, It's just a piece of a pie. It makes such a huge difference what we feed our body because we are energy, it's information and our body needs it to regenerate and rebuild and do what it's supposed to do. It's always its innate healing ability. It's supporting that process. I'm just so passionate about helping people do that in a simple way. Simple part, but it's so, you know, when you look at
2: somebody who's so vibrant like you are Mm -hmm. and think that 10 years ago, you know, you were feeling like, you know, just the shell of who you are now, just not energy and your thinking. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine you being sluggish in your
3: thing. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know what? I, you that know? was a completely different person. It was a completely yeah. different person. But I think that's what one thing is, you know, we live in a, in a society people, people want a quick fix, they want mm-hmm. a pill for every ill. And the thing is, when we do what our body needs, we nourish it, we move it, we manage our stress, and we connect with nature and people. It's a process that takes years to undo what has already been done. But within a couple of weeks, people start to see the difference when they, when they take responsibility for their health and they begin nourishing themselves. And it's a beautiful process. It's just not a quick fix.
0: Yes, that's so, so true. And
2: it's so doable. Like it you is. said, because you now you were going to talk about the
3: simplicity,
2: right? Yeah. When you make it simple and you start in these little steps, no matter whether it's nutrition, mental health, fertility, and you start in these little pieces, it's so much easier. And that's what people need to do is just think of it like that. Just start, start small Big and steps. then check in with yourself.
3: How yeah. do you feel? It's consistent daily yeah. steps. It's building the lifestyle. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It, it, no. it's, and that's where I think people are get confused because, I mean, you Google healthy eating and you're going to get billions <laughs> of um, options. And mm-hmm. it, and there's, there's so many diets. And I believe that people need diets to heal. Maybe if they are beyond, if they're chronic diseases or they, you know, exactly what you deal with, Dr. Roseanne. But really in all, it's starting with the basics. It's eating real food. It's eating food that our body knows how to metabolize that gives us nutrients. And I think supplements are great, but supplements have also become the new pill for every ill. And that's one thing I work with clients are like, oh, well, what supplement can I take? And I'm like, no, 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 no. We get our nutrients from food. That's the most bioavailable way. People have such a hard time understanding that
2: you're supposed to be eating to get nutrients. And they don't
3: get that it's not coming from sugar or McDonald's. Right. You know, and there's a process of retraining our taste buds. When we eat these hyper palatable foods yes. that mess with our hormones, that mess with our, you know, even our satiation cubes, it's a process to retrain our taste buds. And so in the beginning, people are like, uh, you know, they, they want that, you know, that. Uh, that burst of flavor, that just unnatural way. And, but once you start eating real food, it's like, oh, it's delicious. It's the way, it's what God made. Yeah. <laughs> it really is.
2: And it's such an important point because not only for you as an adult, when you change it, change your eating, your palate changes, but it also changes for your kids. So yes. when they say, well, my yeah. kid's
3: not going to do this. I'm going <laughs> to tell you, it may take
2: some work, but you yeah. will notice over time, it's, you're so right It's the consistency, you know. And, I, really-
3: and I, I love that you said that because a lot of people say, well, uh, can you help me with my kids? And I'm like, no, I'm going to help you with you because you're the one that they're watching. If you're like, you need to eat your vegetables and you're not eating your vegetables. And, and if you're not buying a lot of crap for them to eat, they're not going to eat it. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it starts... It starts with us. It starts with the parents by far. And that's why I I primarily work with moms because they're the ones that are the gateway to the family, normally. It is
2: very overwhelming. We're working on a, you know, my, um, it's going to be okay course and book. And then there's a cookbook and a gratitude journal coming so, Love it. Um, Love it. And so, we were doing a session about the cookbook tonight, and I'm a big fan of just an overall anti inflammatory diet. Yes, yeah. in general, it's a good starting point. And so, the point of this is where do, you say whole foods? And I think because people Google things and they get very overwhelmed, where do you meal prep is where people start, keep it basic, but like even really, really basic for people mm-hmm. protein, vegetables, fruits. And fats. Is that really what the four that you really emphasize
3: for people? I love how Kelly Levesque do it, does it. And she talks about fat, fiber, protein, and greens. And some vegetables have, you know, they have, like an avocado has fat, yeah. fiber, and protein, which is amazing. Uh, so I think what people need is they need to feel satiated after they eat. And protein and fat are going to do that. And eating a lot of colors. And I think that's yeah. another thing is how many colors can you eat? And you don't have to make it complicated. You don't have to have broccoli in a salad and three other dishes. It's like, just have the steamed broccoli with nutritional yeast or lots of butter on it and a beautiful piece of meat. And I think that's the thing too. Meat's so big, really sourcing the right meat, I believe is huge because so many people eat lots of meat that is, that is raised in farm factories that have antibiotics and hormones that eventually we have to metabolize and that's just doing a disservice to our whole body. So big thing is how can we source food in a way that's going to be sustainable for the environment, but also healthy for us?
2: So what are your tips for, for you know, moms out there who are looking to get some of this pasture raised? That's what I was gonna ask. Because I know you're yep. really a pro at getting this stuff.
3: Yes, I love it. So number one is you can go to the website. It's www.localharvest.org localharvest.org you can put in your zip code and you will find the farmers markets near you so and you can also find dairy farmers you can find um sourcing for meat um you can also find you know the CSA baskets it's really just buying food that is local to our community not only is healthier but it is awesome to keep your money in your community and yeah. support the farmers Because Mm -hmm. that's what I think is a huge issue that we're seeing now in this pandemic is when you know our food comes from all over, Mm -hmm. you know, some Mm -hmm. fifteen hundred miles away, and it's like instead of us growing our food like we used to, I think less than like one percent now grows their own food. So even just doing an herb garden, like just getting back to nature, you know, you don't. It doesn't have to be complex. You can grow some basil or some thyme, oregano, in just a little pot outside your house just to. Start that process of getting to know where your food is coming from.
0: My kids started a quarantine garden. It's our first one. I love it. It's beautiful. It's a little garden. It just has lettuce and parsley and strawberry and tomatoes, but it's, and they feel so proud seeing the things grow and eating from it because it's already bearing some yes. things from it. So it's really incredible. I mean, we live in a city, so we, you know. Yeah this is really, really powerful. And it's also hypothesized that factory raising of animals is one of the sources of this epidemic in the first place. So that's another reason to keep our money in our communities and source food from our communities. Absolutely. That's a very, very powerful message. I was wondering if you, you talked about when you started to do this for yourself 10 years ago and how you were a different person and how there wasn't really a lot of information. It wasn't in the mainstream, the way Mm that now, I think it's much more common belief and common knowledge that we're responsible for our own health. There's no person out there making these decisions that will protect our health necessarily. And I think we almost have the opposite problem now, which is we have access to so much information that it can be really overwhelming. So I work in fertility and I Mm. people in the time in the primester, the time leading up to pregnancy to create this domino effect of good health across generations when they come to me the women come to me a lot of them have already trying been trying to overcome fertility challenges on their own or prepare for pregnancy on their own and they're overwhelmed by the information that's there's so much it's conflicting so I wonder if you have any advice for moms for people about keeping it simple and sorting Mm -hmm. through the massive amount of information out there I love it
3: Well, one of the things, because we do as moms and I do too, we do buy packaged foods. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, it's not like my kids are always having fruits and veggies for snacks. Mm -hmm. But one thing I do is I, is I always read ingredient lists and that's so important. And my rule of thumb is if there's more than 10 ingredients and you don't know what an ingredient is, your body doesn't either. And listen, of course, you're going to have your kids. Like my kids went over to a friend's house today. They're having Subway. They're having chips. They're probably going to have a soda. I think I don't have to watch it, right? But but that's the thing. You can't be perfect. And the stress of trying to be perfect is what keeps, I think, people from making steps. It's not about perfection. It's about making small steps. I look at 80% of the food. Is it in its natural form? are we eating it that how mother nature made it and then there's going to be that 20% well you're gonna have pizza you're gonna do these things and unless you have food allergies which of course you want to address that and a lot of people don't know they do that's a whole other you know topic but it's keeping it simple and not trying to be perfect but implementing small steps every day and one step that I think would be so simple that if everybody did would change the world is drink more water you know 80% Yes. For 80% of us are chronically dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And that leads to a whole host of things. We need water. We are a majority of water. And if we don't have enough, our body can't do it. So even if it's just waking up and drinking a big glass of water, doing yes. that for a couple of weeks, then you're like, okay, I did that. I feel good about that. What's next? It's yeah. about those small little victories.
0: Love it so much. That's so good, and yes, thank you. To waking up and drinking oh, a glass yes. of water, and I was—you were saying like w- it would change the world—and I, it made me think of grumpiness. You know, yes, you need to feel feel grumpy when you're dehydrated.
3: Oh yeah. my gosh, so many things come from dehydration. Lower back pain is from dehydration. There's so many things, and I, you know, even if we just drink more water, or we just go for a walk for thirty minutes, or. It's, it's really simple. You don't have to go and do a hit workout work out in the gym for two hours. That's how it's about move your body for thirty minutes. I am in the gym, Becky. Let's me too, I know. Me too. Me too. I mean, but yeah. But, but do put, what you can, you know, do, do what, you what you can, can and, and
2: start small and then let that yes. sort of move you forward as exactly. you're checking yourself and notice those differences for sure. Yes. I mean, I'm absolutely. so addicted to having water with me. I'm always like, yes. my where's my water? water? too. Right? Oh me my too. God. Well, no, God let all my, drink. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and part of your hippie moms community, which I'm a part of, you know, I love it because it's moms that are more holistic. Yeah. Really just looking for a safe space to ask these questions without being ridiculed by other people. As my friend who posted like her horrific rash and she has all these sinus infections and it's the same friend who I see eating like just every bad gluten dairy everything right. not, that, not the whole the that we're judging this friend in case she's listening mm-hmm. yeah oh no that's okay no, and, no. I, and i and what i said to her you know i'm being generalized you got to look at instead of going to your allergist you got to start with your food right and uh, yeah we've all experienced that right and, yeah you know, and that and that's where you start and then she was like okay You know, she didn't really know to start with her food and what kind of
3: positive component that it could have. So I think that's really good. It's understanding there is a connection to how we feel to what we put in our body. It's obvious everything comes from that and what we're thinking, of course, what we're slathering on our body. But we absorb 100% of what, or we don't always absorb 100% of what we eat, but we're ingesting it. It is in our body. So that I mean, it just, but most people don't know. It's just important to just, even just to have that little, that little light, you know, that was that my light went off and I was like, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to take responsibility and I'm going to do, because most people know what it takes to be healthy. You eat right. You know, you move your body, you manage your stress and you get out in nature, you get sunshine or it's not that difficult. Right, it's just creating that lifestyle. That yes, like an obstacle. Exactly.
2: People can start with drinking more water, and I think yes. that's a great suggestion that people totally often don't hear. Right. Yes. So easy. We will have so people can find you on uh, Hippie Moms on yeah. Facebook
3: in your Facebook yep. group, and where can people find you on your on the website? So, my website's the hippie moms, H I P P I E moms, plural.com.
2: Well, yeah, well always good. a pleasure, my friend. And thank, thank you, you so for much for joining us. It's so much having um, me. We love to have, have our mama chat. And so, yes. great. Go enjoy your beautiful nature that's behind you.
3: Thank yeah. you. I will. I'll continue sending you all. S- Fresh air and love from here. I just appreciate you two so much in the work you're doing and what you're bringing to the world. So thank awesome. you. Well, we appreciate. You
2: know, I appreciate love it. and love you, honey. My fellow love you.
0: Thank you. So be so well, much. our mamas. Okay. Bye, bye mama. Bye, bye. 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 Have fun, Becky. See. Bye.
1: Are you searching the internet, Amazon, and Facebook groups? looking for therapy techniques to help clients because you just weren't trained on how to do teletherapy, then the Teletherapy Toolkit book is just what you're looking for. It's the first-of-its-kind guide, and it's jam-packed with easy-to-use and clinically effective therapy techniques that address the most common issues that child and adolescent therapists face today. Go to teletherapytoolkitbonus.com for your free teletherapy session checklist and video made just for therapists.